All right, Vault Dwellers, welcome to an incredibly exciting episode of the Interest Vault of Mountain Tail. Rejoice! Ring the bells, bang gongs, place palm leaves, and shout Hosanna. For not whom, but what has come. What you say? Episode 50. That's right. We survived. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us did. <laughs> Uh, really just Sigourney. <laughs> Actually, yeah, genuinely. Not even all the original voices are here. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, wow. We have crawled through mud, blood, and crud to where we are right now. This is the path we're walking. It has been... It's taken us years to get here. Like, we've been doing this a while. Um, we couldn't be more happy to be here. It's. It has been hard for all involved. We've people have sacrificed time, sanity. Um, the podcast has literally given me gout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because we could do that to Fa you. Fact. Call me daddy. Fact. Before Mountain Tail, I did not have gout. Fact. I have gout now. Whatever. You found a genie. Said I wish to be kingly, and there you go. Listen, all Fine I'm print. saying is that if it was really our fault, you would have brought it up as soon as you got the gout, not now that you have it. In fairness, I think this is the first time we've recorded since the diagnosis. Oh, is that, is that right? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, we don't have an answer, but yeah. Yeah. So, blame. <laughs> <laughs> Just come back to us when it's something actually more serious. What's one more burden to bear <laughs> being responsible for your gout? It's, it's not even top 10. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry you lived so lavishly <laughs> that you have an illness from it. You're welcome. <laughs> Who knew that being a fat piece of shit your whole life had consequences? That's what um, happens when you eat good. The American disease, excess. But despite the episode we're doing today, I've had fun up until now. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a, it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. Lighten up, everybody. Have some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Good on the whiskey. All right, well, you know, I guess we're canceled. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, the episode that we technically scrapped, I mean, me and Tara were in rare form, I feel like, so. Yeah, most of that got cut. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I remember um, when Brad, like, I, I know I was delirious at that point, but I do remember Tara was very, you were so drunk, and it was I so cute. I was so happy. It was so cute because, like, when I get drunk, I just start telling everybody everything. Where and like, I'm a fucking mess, but or I lie to people um, about shit. Whereas Tara, when she gets drunk, she's just like, "Oh my god, no, the world's just so great, and I and everything's so pretty." And oh my god, are you okay? No, we'll get, we'll make sure you're okay. She's, it's so cute. It's so fucking cute, and. We recorded a air quote 50 air quote <laughs> that got chop chop. Some of it ends up in what will become episode 49. But this is this is the real deal. This is the real 50. The real 50. The, the second real 50. No, this is the real 50. Because I don't think I, we even like talked about it being 50 and the, the fake 50. Uh, no, we, we, we did. were a little too too far gone to be counting things like that. Yeah. But it was really fun to try yeah. to do 50. Sometimes you try to eat healthy and you start eating less. And then the first time after you do that, you drink whiskey and Mai Tais. And next thing you know, you're ordering six pizzas and you're gobbling them down. Six pizzas, Mai Tais, all things I can't have. <laughs> well, you, well, I mean, you can have them. It just I, infuriates I, I, your gout. I will be in 
crippling agony. But if we chopped off your feet, yeah, yeah, would that help? I don't, I don't think so, because then I, well, I could probably get disability, right? Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. have to work. As oh. self-inflicted, you still get disability if you chop off. No, your no, but, but yeah, do it but Jake did it. <laughs> there is a Zweihander over there, so I mean, I don't know. It would give me more time to edit. <laughs> we'll wait till it gets really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you're not gonna walk around anyway. Yeah. Then we'll, then we'll. Think Let's about see if it. I've given up. Yeah. Um, Special you haven't given up yet? No, oh. no, no, only because it hurts so bad. Like, I love food. I hate pain more <laughs> than I love food. So. Not me. Not I, me. Uh, and I had like four yinglings left in the fridge. I got to bring them over here. Like, I still look at those like with sadness in my heart. I hope you out, bud. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring them to you. I appreciate um, your burden. Yeah. <laughs> we'll carry it for you. No, like all and like whiskeys and stuff, man. All this all the still spirits are bad. Beer's bad. Well, I mean, kinda always was, but now yeah, 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 yeah. for one reason. <laughs> but now it's real bad. Yeah. Real bad. I've I've started being I've started drinking wine. Oh. I'm gonna, gonna try to be a wine guy. Me and Jake have did wine the other night at at five E. So he, I found a red I like, a red blend with a whiskey casket. It was a rye casket. Rye casket, yep. yeah. And I'll, uh, eventually that will probably be discovered to be bad, too, because like, oh, it touched a, a rye barrel at one point. Well, the sugar. <laughs> well, that's a whole different fucking story. Let me... <laughs> oh, God. Like, the From sugar... Gout to guy, diabetes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like... A common mistake with gout is, like, they overload on sugar and fruits right away. Mm. So... Mm. I'm pretty sure that's how my grandpa's gout turned into diabetes. Yeah. So, like... The, like I almost said gaia beaties. <laughs> you, you got them gaia beaties, guys? You got that gaia beaties? Basically, 90% of things I love are, like, bad now. <laughs> so that's, oh, You gotta gonna, find new things to love. I gotta find new things to love. Like wraps. Like wheat wraps. Yeah. Yum. Oh. And, right. wheat, and wheat pasta. That is so delicious. I am so envious of that life. Well, we will have. Whatever. I like your shirt, Brad. Looks Thanks. great. Thanks. <laughs> it's locale. So is your haircut. You're, you're looking very sharp today, sir. Thank you. I, I lost three pounds just getting a haircut. <laughs> but uh, we're this. This is great. Like, you know, when you start a project like this, you're like, are we gonna get to fifty? I thought it'd last three months and good. I months. thought we were canceled. <laughs> Every single time I showed up, I was like, this is the time I show up, and they tell me, that's a wrap. Well, I, here's the other, things that get canceled are, like, have money on the line. <laughs> okay. So, like... <laughs> so, so if, if money is not involved... Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Then we can be successful. We can just keep failing forward. Right, right, like, right. The, I'm genuinely surprised... genius. Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely surprised you guys hadn't tried to replace me yet. Honestly, because like I am very unprepared as a player all the time. Hungover strikes again. I mean, you wouldn't be the first <laughs> TAV player to live to, that life. To, to, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. No, it's fine. We've got Ezra Miller though as a guest <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see anything. Can't God. see anything bad that's, coming we're, from we're that. We're gonna get rid of you Nothing one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we 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 generally have never asked for money, and we're not gonna start now. We uh. <laughs> We we <laughs> just asked for your time. What I am going to ask for though is if you would please, if you're listening, dear listener, who we love, just tell somebody about the Adventurers Vault. Post it on a Twitter or an Instagram. I uh, 
you know, most of the people that listen are people I work with. <laughs> uh, we we would not beg for money. We would beg for a little bit of recruiting help, though. Uh, we these guys work hard, and we work, we work hard on the podcast, and we do it for the love of the game. But we, I I feel we got a, a good story here. I will say, I was telling my roommate something that happened at the podcast, and. Dustin, Dustin got mad at me. And I was like, why are you mad at me? And he was like, well, you spoiled it. And I was like, Dustin, it's it's really not a spoiler. It's just a small thing. And he was like, yeah, but I listened to your podcast. He's like, so you spoiled it. Oh, And shit. I was like, I've never heard you listen or talk to me about the podcast. What do you mean you fucking listen to it? Shout, shout out to Dustin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> join us on Discord. Yeah. You're, you're the real MVP. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so. how I learned about my roommate's listening to the podcast not not because they've ever said anything to me about oh yeah your podcast was great this week in fairness that's a that's a casual conversation that's easy to have dustin yeah <laughs> <laughs> also with a friend <laughs> uh but we we just i i sincerely thank everyone who's been with us along the way uh and we hope that you'll join us on the march to the end Look, man, it was an easy choice for me. The judge was all like, jail or community service. I'm like, I'll fucking do anything. He's like, anything? Because I know some guys, right? You might uh, you might not like it. It involves rolling dice. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm here for gambling. What's up? I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you think I have that kind of pull with judges back then. I was, I, it was I, rich, not you. I do now because <laughs> of the gout. <laughs> but right, right. I got my oligarchs invitation the other day. Was, I'm pretty excited <laughs> to join the ruling council of the world. I should be getting my small European country soon. And you guys are lucky. Brad's just been blackmailing me for the past two years. So <laughs> you know what you did, you filth. <laughs> Listen, what I touch myself to do is my business. And Brad's. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally people touching themselves is my business <laughs> what have you, done? Oh, God. you can't use any of this <laughs> yeah, we, we should probably just get this shit show on the road <laughs> alright just cue the music The camera pans and we see a hellscape on Earth. The sky is blackened as lightning rips through the very atmosphere into the heavens. The planet is dying. The very plates of the crust are cracking open as lava erupts everywhere. We see armies of every imaginable creature, size, and shape fighting in untold numbers. This is the end, and the God's War will soon destroy reality. We see the body of that purple bastard Stryaka, great general of the enemy. Rows of demons are lined up almost reverently, waiting in line to either taste a drop of his blood or, if of sufficient rank, take a morsel of flesh. This is not an honor, but a celebration of his death before Stryaka had enslaved many of their kind. His death brings them much joy, 
Munching on an entire hand, however, clad in the wickedest armor and surveying the battlefield, a great general in his own way, Beelsby smiles wickedly as he watches the end of all things. What a time to be alive. Such horror. Such pain. Such misery. The lower plains sing a hymn of pure elation. He turns and sees the true final struggle. Iviston, his robes stained and ripped from battle, locked in a magical duel with a woman equally bedraggled. Behind them, a large green orb, 20 feet tall, flickers with limitless magical power. Kronika, mistress of time, battles to destroy everything if she can't master it. Beelsby smiles as another of the great heroes of the gods' aid rushes forward to witness, bloody and beaten, but unbound. They struggle to inch forward against the vicious waves of magical energy coming off the two wizards. But Kronika is smiling. She is winning. Iviston is pushed back. <laughs> What's wrong? Can't keep up? But out of nowhere, a blast of hellfire rains down. It would not normally be enough to even harm the Mistress of Time. But in this moment, with every synapse firing to stave off Iviston, the Master of Lies, it is more than she can bear. And she stumbles. Iviston yells in triumph as green magic washes over her, stripping the skin from her flesh, leaving her gasping for air. Iviston rushes forward and buries his hand into her chest and pulls out a simple, small emerald. Greedily, he gulps it down, bloodstained and all. In the back of the battlefield, a cracked tectonic plate pushes miles into the air. The world begins to shatter. It's too late, Iviston. We've lost! Iviston flicks his wrist and sends the body into the waiting midst of the demon horde. Unconcerned with the end of all things, they add a second course to their feast. Iviston smiles a wicked smile. He holds his hands up and begins to twist, the green orb behind him responding. It's over when I say it's over! He forms a circle with his hands and begins to rotate. The power knew, but he grasps it quickly. He begins to rotate his hands counterclockwise, a green swirl forming as he does. The moon and stars are falling and blinking out, but then, slowly, stop, and then centimeter by centimeter, they begin to turn back. All eyes now watch. Friend, foe, devil, demon, ancient beings created by the primals even themselves gasp in awe. Time begins to turn back. Lightning unripples. Cracks in the earth begin to seal. The rising mountain retreats back into the lava. The planet begins to turn back, away from the end to a time before this war ruined it. Iveson gasps as he falls to his knees. His eyes are red, blood vessels bursting in his eyes, and he wipes blood from his nose. Beelsby helps him stand to his feet, mostly checking to see if he will die next so the feast may continue. Alas. It's over when I say it's over. Is it done? Have you stopped it then? No, you simple fool. Thank you, Bubby. No, it's in the Asmodian's hands now. I've turned the clock back. But this world is unraveling. From the very fibers and cells of every living thing, their plan has to work, or it's all for nothing. Your plan worked. I was wrong about you. Iveson sneers and snaps his fingers. Billsby launches forward and grabs the figure. In their weakened state, even a mighty hero of the gods' war is too weak to fight back. Beelsby drags the figure to the waiting horde. What was it you said to me when all this started? When I asked to join? You... You are only... A teacher. And now? Uh, <coughs> let him go, Bobby. Class is dismissed. 
The wind whips around all of them as a huge figure descends next to them. A large red dragon. Flames and heat rising off his very presence. Stick to the deal I was done. Impeccable timing, old one. I, I will honor our deal. I'll find a safe place for your ill-gotten gains. The dragon smiles a wicked smile and takes to the sky once more. The last battle of the gods' war is over. Ivison breathes heavily and looks at what he has wrought. The largest and most dangerous army of devils and demons in all of the plains. Now what to do with you lot? The camera pans and we see three figures sitting in an opulent open space. Chairs carved from the marble trees of Evendorf inhabit the scene. And we see the riches of this elven nation. From the very furniture to the gold filigree on the walls. A familiar face greets us as Gary looks over some papers. Another familiar face, that of Sir Garistrix, but younger, happier, and finally a dwarf regaled in the finest cloth and strumming a dwarven lirietta, a happy tune plunking, and we see the living form of King Grex. So it's decided, we go tomorrow. We see the dwarven figure just nod his head and keep playing, his mind already made up and unconcerned with this mission. His thoughts are on a different one. I said where you go, I go. If, if it means getting rid of the chalice. Gertie's eyes drop for a moment, that pause telling more than he meant to say. But that was another matter entirely. Still, I promised all the councils we'd find and kill the dragon before we left. So let's... Garistrick turns and hefts his mace as Gertie draws her elven blade. Greg barely looks up, but his eyes alight with a spell. A figure chuckles and steps into their area. Elven guards run up and surround them. A tall human man with black hair, and the strangest armor they've ever seen steps into view. The armor is red, and completely made of dragon scales that shimmer in the light. His eyes burn with an inner fire, and he is devilishly handsome, and huge for a man. Careful now. I'd hate for someone to get hurt. Who are you? My name is Magnus, and I am a warrior without parallel. I am the incarnate of war. And I've come for the bounty. What bounty? The one for the great red worm. He is dead. I wear his skin. The three figures chuckle, which draws a slight snarl from Magnus's lips. Hands around weapons, grasping as the figure draws a huge sword from his back and slams it down on the table Gertie was reading from. It is a huge weapon made of dragon bone, but something is familiar, and Gertie gasps. This, this is the horn of... I don't remember it anywhere. It killed my father. I remember the gouge he left on that bastard worm's horn. I suppose you did this all yourself. Magnus smiles and sits down. Does it matter? Garistrex has no answer to that and sits down. Gertie nods to an attendant, and the gathered elves lower weapons and fall back. You'll have your reward. Truly a warrior without equal. And let it be known that the Slayer of the Red Worm and an adventure of Degreta Greenspire... Is a friend of Isendor, perhaps I can interest you in another quest worthy of your skills. I'm listening. There's a great evil. A horrific weapon we must dispose of. We're taking it to a place few can get to, to lock it away. Magnus leans forward, interested. How safe is this place? It's almost unfindable. Magnus smiles a wicked smile. Amen. But time passes. We see a familiar scene at the gates of Callstown, where Sigorum has just been arrested. 
Now, is that really that big of a threat, or will it stick? I don't know. Time will tell. What I do know for certain is that reality begins to shake as a light appears before the gates of Callstown and begins to crack open reality. As two large taloned hands the size of the gates of Callstown begin ripping open the sky. And on the other side of this we see flames. And as the portal is cracked open wider, hundreds of hellhounds begin crawling through this crack. And as we look, we see that something is tethered to them. And almost like sled dogs, they're pulling. And coming through this new crack in our story is a black pyramid made of ebony and midnight. So dark it almost appears to be a hole that when you look at it, there's just there's nothing there. And as it fully enters the demiplane, the crack behind it seals. Their task now done, the hellhounds are released. And begin running everywhere. The paladins shield wall themselves as the four of you get your defenses up. And just as these snarling hellhounds poised to strike, they disappear. And we see a door open at the base of this pyramid. And a small green goblin wearing a butler suit steps forward. Presenting my mistress. Templar Serafina Brigsby. And the goblin bows. And stepping forward is a short, pleasantly plump human woman with dark hair, wearing the kind of leathers we like. <laughs> well said. And she surveys the scene. She feels the tension in the air. No worries, friends. You're in no danger from me. Next is already a collapsed skeleton on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Way to play dead right now. <laughs> Holy I think it's a great shit. tactic. Like, I, I had survived I mean, this long by being brave. Why don't we all just try it? It's so just, over attack. Just like, fall. You just pause him at the sight of any danger, <laughs> and you're like, "I'm gonna give this a round, see how it plays out." Sigourm's gonna give the uh, the nonverbal signal to lock down Cole's down, <laughs> yeah, and to uh, bar the gates closed. Mm-hmm. And we hear the we hear the the bar behind the gates slam down. Oh, so unwelcoming! And as she kind of looks at all of you, these paladins, Sagora, Mankai, Lottie, next, a kind of pile of next next bones. He's just laying on the ground. He's and dead. She, and she sees an <laughs> elf, and she's like, Asmodeus's balls, Thame, is that you, Serafina? You're alive? Unfortunately. Oh my god, I thought you'd been dead for... Oh god, it's been not quite 2,000 years? Not quite. Oh my god, have you been here the whole time? Same, like, puts her hand up, like, in a giggle, just like, yeah, yes, I have... Oh, that's country, that's country. (laughs) Oh yeah! Oh, Oh yeah, I have. Just moonshine hoedowns. <laughs> Yeehaw! Wrong thing. <laughs> oh, oh yes, I have. I have been here this entire time. <laughs> what about your friends? Um, oh God, what were they called? Um, Foxfoot traitors or something? The Foxglove traitors. Yes, that yes, was it. Yes. yes. Where are they? are they around? Uh, you know, they're actually all dead. What? <laughs> Oh, that is a shame. 
<laughs> and her tone kind of implies that she thinks the exact opposite. Yeah, it's um, it's just been me for the last <laughs> thousand some years. I will, I'll tell you guys, she tried to rob me like, oh, close to two millennia ago. So I sent her on her friends on this impossible quest to find this artifact that didn't exist called the Chalice of Peace. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I could not think of a funnier punishment <laughs> to have received. That's so funny you ended up here. Yeah, it's so great to see you again, oh, too. I imagine you don't think so, but... I mean, I, I imagine you wish my other friends were alive so you could also talk to them, but it's <laughs> no, just me. No, I think it's better this way. <laughs> Next can no longer play dead as he starts laughing. <laughs> it's just such an awkward situation. And like the little goblin walks over and is like kicking your pile of bones. <laughs> he bitch slaps. <laughs> um, at which point the goblin like starts stabbing you. Alright, fuck it, we'll do this. <laughs> he, uh, he stands up and reassembles, and he's gonna try to stab the goblin, then fuck him. Let's see it, let's see a hit. That is a 47. Oh, that's, that's a hit. Yeah, how does that go? He stabs him through the fucking chest. <laughs> yeah, like, you, just, you impale this goblin. I'll, like, lift him up with the spear yeah, and hold like, him up. He's, like, slowly sliding down. See <laughs> soon. And then I just like fling him off the spear to the side. She's like, <laughs> they get everywhere, don't they? And like wipes his blood off her like shoulder. Sorry about that. He's so rambunctious. It's okay. I needed a snack. <laughs> You're fun. I like you. Hmm. But I, I, I only see one other person I recognize. You, you must be the, the famous Segura I've heard so much about. Yeah. <laughs> Succinct. <laughs> Oh. How did you hear about me? Well, so funny story. <laughs> I we, bet we had a <laughs> we had a huntress who worked for the church who had a nice little scheme. Uh, she uh, sent an agent of hers that she farmed to try to find uh, some lost legions of devils here, and I think you have met the the interesting fellow. I imagine the magics have run out and poor Arthur Dew is, is no longer with us. Yes. Are you here in his stead then? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, what has happened now is based off the information we've learned. Uh, this situation is being uh, elevated to someone a little more capable than our dear Huntress. She tried her best and I appreciate her efforts to gather information, but I am here to retrieve those legions. They are needed elsewhere. And I would be most grateful for any help in that regard. Most grateful indeed. Who is the Huntress? Oh, uh, her name is Lady Brina. She is a talented demon hunter, but things of this magnitude are above her station. This really should be handled by someone with expertise in demi-planes, which is where I come in. <laughs> just, <laughs> yes. Just gotta ask. I'm getting wizard vibes off you? Uh, no, more more sorceress, really. Uh, um, sa same difference. You know, uh, really, uh, 
requires less work, dear. But the arrogance is the same. <laughs> no, that's more from, uh, I'm really, you know, sorcerers are not, uh, not especially exotic. I am a Templar, however. And that is a whole nother kettle of fish. I is one person in this world that I answer to. That's neat, because I don't answer to anyone, so. <laughs> yes. So you're needing help in getting these hellhounds back? Oh, no, no, the hellhounds come and go as I please. <laughs> no, there are three legions of devils somewhere in this demiplane that Ivistan has. I'm tasked with recovering them. Fuck that guy. Well, this is not my preferred tactic, but when in the field, one will do what one will have to do. <laughs> um, but I imagine some sort of deal can be arranged. However, anyone who helped me along the way, well, the church is very generous with favors. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we help. Maybe we don't. <laughs> that is for the council to decide. Well, then I would be most appreciative to be introduced. So during this whole bit, what are the paladins doing? Uh, they are literally like still in that shield wall. They are not happy about this situation. So then next is going to be like, is there anything that you can do about that? And he just vaguely waves towards the paladin shield wall. Uh, I mean, if, if you are afraid of them, sweet boy, stay with me and I'll make sure they don't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> As it stands, though, their particular uh, cloister and my religion are not at war, but <laughs> they cause me problems. They will not for long. It's a really long-winded way to say they're too much for you. It's fine, though. No, no, quite quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. But I'm just I'm sensing a little bit of quake in your bones. <laughs> Must be intimidating to see that many holy men. It's a bad match. Bad it's a bad match. match. Well, you just stick close, sweet boy, and I'll take care of you. You'll find my organization is far friendlier to people like you than theirs. Cocks the side of his skull her way. Like, <laughs> like if he had an ear, he would be listening. <laughs> we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, I really need to talk to the council first. But after that, my pyramid is open for business. Is Sigourm still, like, in, like, arrested? Well, so, like, he is under what we call, like, the idea of arrest. <laughs> some some police scout ran up and was like, "You're detained. You're arrested." And Sigourm was like, "Roy." So like, there's no I'm arrested. There's no handcuffs, but you know, Sergeant Mankai is like, "All right, well, if we ever get out of here alive, well, you're under arrest." But there's some pretty big ifs there. <laughs> you know, cart before the horse. There, if we ever get out of here alive and back to civilization, you're under arrest. Okay. <laughs> and he'll go through it if, if with it if Sigourm's the one that gets us out of here. Well, it, that's that's one of those like another time, another place kind of things. A uh, lot, lot going on right now, though, before we deal with Sigourm in jail time. <laughs> so we start taking her to the council. And I mean, if if you guys are fine with that, I promise I will. Cause no trouble. Just you. Excellent. We can. Can I run a. Do you want to run a perception check? Can I bring my boat? Oh, <laughs> never mind. He's dead. <laughs> At this point, Nex has ripped off one of his arms and is just snacking on it. 
careful. They're <laughs> they're not great for you. Yes, like, calorie-wise. Very worried for my health. <laughs> we are going to perceive her intentions. Okay. Yeah, Um. so I got a 35. What are you rolling? Uh, per- perception. All right, well, you know this chick better than anyone. Yeah. And you know that a Templar always has motives, but she has stated her goal clearly. Yes. She wants those legions. What'd you roll? So, there, Jake. Uh, 23. Yeah, you're... You can't get a read on her. Tame is just going to look over at everybody and just go and just kind of nod like, yes, we can, we can take her. We can like, I, I know this, like you, you know enough about her that as a a lawful, evil, powerful character blowing up this new potential power base, not in her best interest. Yeah. So I'm just going to nod like, we're good. We can take her to the. To the castle. We can take her. Stab her. (laughs) (laughs) Next, do your thing. (laughs) Sigourm's gonna go along with it, but like he he has some experience, some personal insight as to what is actually happening here. Yes, she's going to be formal. We're gonna let her in. We're gonna talk. We're gonna have a meeting. But I've done this to encampments myself before. Mm -hmm. She's gonna get her way even if it ain't good for us because the alternative is then a two front war for us and we can't win that oh 100% so it's like going along helplessly almost and and, you know maybe you're you know Lottie may not be as familiar with this Um, no I guess so like this has been a a pretty constant throughout the history of, of art of the world is the Church of Asmodeus has 13 Templars. And these are autonomous beings who answer only to the regent, who is the highest-ranked Asmodean person in our, like, the world. This is the person who literally crafted the pact that kept the world from dying. So they have one person they answer to because Asmodeus doesn't really hang around. <laughs> You know, obviously, if like your your god shows up, you're like, hey, oh, hey, what's up? It's like the Black Pope, yeah, or, or whatever the phrase is. I, I imagine <laughs> that there are thirteen Black Cardinals. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. And like they ride around in these black ziggurats that they can transport from place to place. Um, Does it have a reverse? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say sometimes it's easier to get in than get out. <laughs> and she winks at you. Gross. Oh, does somebody miss their fwares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I could probably fix that for you. Been there, done that kind of deal. <laughs> uh, and then he starts trying to like clean like the blood off his mouth and his hands and stuff from the goblin before they go to town. It seems to stick. So much for being a proper-looking skeleton <laughs> walking around. You're about to go in and freak these people out even more. Ah, uh, he thinks he's funny. Um, it's more for Sigourm's sake than anything. So, what does what what does the town council need to figure out with her? Like, assuming you usher her in, because I don't necessarily want to have 13 NPCs all talk to each other. So the, <laughs> I mean, do it. We have to cover the intent of the visit, mm-hmm. which for us we already have, but. The council as a collective has to weigh in on that. Yeah. Um, and then 
from, from the intent, if we are to help, what does that mean for us? What do, what do we get in, in the form of compensation mm -hmm. or other advantages or ally against Ibistan directly or in, indirectly? We might be helping each other more indirectly here. And any potential fallout, like either from their actions or from them directly that we're going to have to deal with. Like this is a person that is all about the pact or, mm -hmm. or making the deal down to the letter. Mm -hmm. How do we not get so fucked over here? How do we avoid that? Well, and still get something good out of it. Yeah. And also with the, um, she mentioned that there was three legions of the of the devils mm -hmm. here. So obviously, us four plus her wouldn't probably be able to do all three because they're probably spaced out. So would we have to like, or are they all in one area? Does she know that? Um, would we need to lend warriors? from Callstown. Well, in fact, like, she doesn't know exactly where they're at. You guys don't know that information either. Mm -hmm. In fact, the fact that she knows that there are exactly three legions, which means she has access to old records. And you think that her presence would be enough to gain control of them. So, two things. One, how much do we even care about this? Are we like, hey, we have this thing, we're supposed to give it to Beezleby, we, you know, we have, we have things in the works here. Two, I, my character doesn't know this, but we have an orb at the council chamber that can call Ivastan, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, does anybody think we should just call him and be like, kill him? Well, and also, no. also we kind of need to know what happens if we don't help her. Mm-hmm. Like... What's the difference between not helping and standing in the way of? There is, but she seems to be the type of person who would view it to be the same. Um, so these are questions the council poses. And the first one is, what's the difference between helping you and staying out of your way? Or, like, helping you, staying out of the way, or actively trying to stop you. And she's like, I'd love help. I have brought supplies and goodies. And uh, essentially, I have brought a temple of Esmodius with me, along with all the power and prestige that brings. Uh, including making deals with the people of Callstown if they require help. Two, not helping me, but staying out of my way? A-okay. I won't bother you if you don't bother me. Three, actively trying to stop me will be bad. I don't think either one of us wants that fight. It's not beneficial to any of us. No, she's absolutely right. It's not. I have a purpose to be here. I am now trapped. If I can get those legions, it is in my best interest to not only acquire them, gain control, but to support you in whatever your, your plan is, I know you have one, to end this place and get us all home. And that is the deal I want to make. That, that doesn't sound like a terrible idea. We could use all the help we could get. And I imagine the people of Callstown would very much enjoy creature comforts they haven't had access to in, oh, a long time, I imagine. So do we think we have to do like a sign the paper type of deal or is it just like a <laughs> verbal agreement? I am not interested in your souls. Your cooperation though is, is very much, you have met the man, you know him, you have insights. You know this mountain, you know the demiplane, you have information that would, is ammunition for me. 
and I have crates and crates of supplies and goodies that I brought mm, as welcoming gifts to our new friendship. Now, if, e if there are deals each of you wishes to make individually for power of some kind, I'm sure we can come to an arrangement, but my goal is of a general nature. We need those legions elsewhere in a different time. Tame is gonna, you know, because she does know this person. She's mm -hmm. dealt with this person before. Tame, Tame is gonna kind of turn to everybody and like, you know, look at them. But she's gonna stop on Sigourm because she knows Sigourm's probably gonna be the most shaky about it. And she's just gonna go. Her words are her bond. She's, she's saying very clearly what it is, and she means that. I promise. I have done dealings with her before. Obviously, that's how I ended up here. Um, Worked out for you, then. Well, to be fair, that was my fuck-up. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was her punishment. Yeah. This coming coming here was a punishment for, for me breaking my bond, not, not the other end. You did get to keep your skin, so... I did. I did. That was a fortunate thing. Did someone lose their skin? <laughs> <laughs> Like, did one of the did one of your friends lose skin? Can I be really honest with you? Yeah. When it happened, yeah. I wasn't there. Oh. We had gotten into an argument mm -hmm. after a battle, and I and I went off, and when I came back, they were dead. Well, it is it is a shame when friendships fall apart like that. <laughs> kind of lucky in that sense, though. I didn't have to witness it. And you didn't die with them. Can I just say you're adorable, you little thing? <laughs> Thanks. I could just eat you up. I've heard that before. Please, please don't, though. Oh, no, of course. I called dibs already. <laughs> you're such a joker. <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, laughs nervously. <laughs> but that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, surely the four of you have heard of the God's War. Yes. Well, that uh, was more of a deferral of events. It's starting up again. And I could really use these legions somewhere else. So, I at least would be okay with making a deal that was information in return for whatever help you can provide. Provincial trading partners, I, I think, would be good. We, we could help each other out. I give you info, you give me stuff. Like stuff. I imagine no one here has had brandy for oh, quite some time. Ooh. And you see like Tard's eyes in the back, like, like, tweak. No! <laughs> they got to him! <laughs> <laughs> they did it! I was thinking more things of the magical nature. Uh, I have brought things in my temple that could be of help. Creature comforts are no importance to me. If it was instruments of war you were looking for, I could empower the four of you. How so? Well, I could uh, initiate some sort of montage <laughs> to empower you and give you gifts. And all I would ask is information in return. You know, we also... Do I tell him? Should I tell him about the portal? Like to Alaska? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. This is, you know... Maybe we need to, like, step aside in another room for this conversation to truly happen, but, like, we offer all the information we've gained until now. Not promise of future information, necessarily, in exchange for 
magical accoutrements. Mm. And then any deals after that would have to be renegotiated. Well, yeah, but okay, think about it. If she knows that the legions are here, think about where Iveston would keep them, especially since he's been staying over in that side of things with the TV and that luxury of life. But the only way that she's getting them is if Ivastan is not in the picture. Like, he's obviously got that shit on lockdown. So, in, our end goal is to get rid of him in this plane, so... Why would as we... As long as we're not, like, signing on the dotted line too crazy. Yeah. This is, this is what I think. As far as information pertaining to the Legion's breadcrumb, string it out, keep her on the line, and being productive. She's too smart for she that. She is all the distraction between her and Billsby that we might need. We might not even have to directly help if information is good enough for her to be the distraction that we need. We don't tell her shit about the chalice. We don't tell her anything about artifacts either. If she knows about the legions, there's no way she doesn't know about the chalice. Well, here's the deal. I'm assuming she's pretty good at making deals. So, like, we we will have to finagle what we can, but there needs to be, like, someone's going to make the deal. She knows about Duke. She already mentioned she, him. Yeah. She knew about Duke. Yeah. She just kind of assumed he was dead. And that's fine. Yeah. Now, that can stay that way. She might be right. Not real sure. And most of that information, only you know it. A lot of the information, yeah. you're the only one who knows shit about it. The three of us know very little, with the exception of Next, has a bunch of information on the Crusade. The, the information but, yeah. she have is what Dew was telling the Imp. Right. And then the Imp reported to Brina. At some point, things... the what Brina, Brina's operation became Serafina's operation. Right. So something was like, either it got too big for her, or she wasn't getting the results she was supposed to get. And now it's in a Templar's hands. It's been kicked up a pay grade. Um... Sigorm is going to paint two hard, unnegotiable lines for the council. Okay. Absolutely no dealing in souls of any kind for any reason. No, Nobody in Callstown is allowed to make a deal with, with uh, anyone from the Church of Asmodeus yeah. in regards to their souls. Uh... In, the, in the chalice of peace. Ultimately, they can, yeah, they agree that no mention of that should be made. They cannot impose a restriction on free will. Then she's not allowed to ask. Uh, 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 like, make deals? Like, or? She, she's not allowed to ask for to initiate uh, souls in exchange for whatever they're after. Okay. She is like, fine. I'm not here for minnows. No offense to your town, but... The sad people of this place have very little to offer me. I'm not some low-level cleric looking to gain some power. There's only one way I could get promoted, and he's far too hard to track down to kill. So, and also, I'm not even sure I could do it. So, what? Here's what I want. I want what, what information you have on Ivestin, insights, uh, possibly help. We have the same goals. Get out of here now. Uh, I'm not interested in minnows. Good. So again, why don't we just tell her what we know about Ivestin, and then she gives us cool shit. I, I think, I mean, she's pretty scary, but I think as scary as she is, this will probably be mutually beneficial. We don't, we don't have to offer help. Be like, listen, anything else from here on out will just be a case-by-case -case basis. 
right now it's just like we'll tell you what we know about Ivista and you give us cool shit that will help us and yeah don't hurt the town folk or whatever I don't care about that but... <laughs> he's like oh yeah and that, that part too <laughs> and may, maybe don't you know kill any of us yeah yeah that's collateral right. damage <laughs> forgot that part I mean. we be nice to them if thems be nice to us <laughs> the lawful part of the the evil and the sinister makes it too manageable <laughs> I'm just saying keep it extremely simple yeah and don't promise any future things make a, a a right now X for X and then there is no like well you're bound to tell me the stuff you find out later on or you're gotta do this if I call you later on just I will tell you X you will give me Y supported kiss keep it simple stupid there we go we we uh kiss her <laughs> I guess, like I guess. we all kiss her, or we we taking turns. Uh, I mean, she's down for good old fashioned pack sealing orgy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll just use a stamp, just a, a lip stamp on it. It that's if less there, fun. If there is a deal, she offers you four small vials and said, "Let's drink to new friendship." What? What are these? These are my gift to the four of you. I fucking rolling Can't, on I that. I was like, bread. I want to okay. end. I'm not fucking drinking end. some random vial somebody gives me. I'm I not would, even rolling on I that. I would also like to roll. Okay. Um. Okay. So I have a question. Sure. Is it? I have an alcohol. Uh, alcohol. Uh, Alchemical. No, I have an alcohol lore. Uh. Would that be beneficial, or should I just? You could roll it if you want. Or should I just roll like a perception? Perception might be a little better. Okay. I got 38 on my perception. All right. Um. These. Vials are thrumming with power. I, I got a 31. Same deal. Magically, they're thrumming with power. But here's the question. Mm-hmm. Right? So there might be, they might be thrumming with power now. But after, what happens when the power depletes? Do we end up like Dew? <laughs> Do we end up like Dew? And just... No, these, were, these will be quite permanent. A sign of my friendship. Still not saying what they do and then what the payment in return for them is. Uh, this is the this is our pact. If you will give me the information you have, and we are on friendly terms. Anything new, we will renegotiate, as you say. Uh, but you will need strength. I can tell this mountain is already damaged. We are near the end. So you can have any information we currently know about Ivastan. Yes. If you come across anything new, we will talk at that time. Okay. Your insights with the man are of great importance to me, as your information on the mountain, as it stands. We decide what pertains to Ivistan. Uh, and your goal. Yes? We will keep you informed with your goal. I appreciate it. That is my stated business here. How would you offer more? You're terrible. <laughs> if, it, if Ivistan is permanently taken off the board, all the better. That uh, expedites all of our way back home. And you also give assurances these potions have no strings attached. None whatsoever. In fact, I think you will quite enjoy them. Even you. To be clear, I fully intend to keep you well informed of your goal, so you will serve as a mighty fine distraction for me. Oh, I am quite the distraction, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell by looking at you, mommy. Mommy, mommy. Your <laughs> lap playing sorry. in the background. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mommy, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
<laughs> the Templars convened, and it was decided I would be the most interesting to Ivestan. So, where the deal is, we give her all the current information we have on Ivestan. We dictate if she tries to be like, well, I think this thing pertains to it. It's like, no, this is what we think directly pertains to Ivestan. And we get these potions, and they have no strings attached and no negative effects. Yes. Promising no future information, that would be a renegotiation. That's the bare bones base. Yes. We just tell her what we know of Ivestan. Yep. We dictate what we think is pertaining to Ivestan, and we get these potions. That's a pretty good fucking deal. Seems like a good deal to me. Seems a little too good. And in fact, uh, <laughs> like what you're inferring from that is she's desperate. Well, and this is this is the appetizer. This is the when you're playing pool with someone, you're like, oh no, you beat me because I'm not that good. She needs it's these the legions very badly. Is what your characters can maybe infer from that. Fuck it, I drink it. <laughs> I feel like that's where we're all headed anyway. I, so that's like one, like she's kind of looking for a, a group commitment on that. Seems like fucking Lottie, I in my mouth already. <laughs> Lottie will take the potion and mm -hmm. she'll just take it in her hand and she'll kind of raise it and like look around at the group and just say, cheers? Salute. Fuck. <laughs> like meaning it as a question. <laughs> Sigourm picks his up, sniffs it. Smells good. This poison does. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Yeah, I don't know. It's out. Oh, it's almost too out of character, fucking Drake. But it's like, if I don't, negotiations might go bad, and that that would not be good. It's so interesting seeing like. Next gives like a shrug. I was like a like a fuck it kind of deal and picks it up. Worst case, it stains your rib bones or something. Uh, yeah. At this point, the only thing he's worried about is like. Somehow, like, his soul being trapped in some type of tormenting thing. But other than that, like, he could die, soul could disappear, and he gives fuck all at this point. Well, well, here's, and here's the point we're at, right? We can say no, and then fuck that, and give her all of this, but then we lose all of these advantages. We well, lose all of these things. And honestly, we really do need them. We I, really do. From Nexus' standpoint, it's like, this is, this is deals you don't get from the Church of Asmodeus or anybody. Like, this is a super concrete deal. And, like, she's just like, yep, yep, yep. So you can tell she needs it more than we need it. Yeah, like, there's no really loopholes in there. Like, it's extremely beneficial. It has been very clear cut, very straightforward. This is X, Y, Z. I know about deals with powerful magical figures, and this is as good as it gets. Can we save these for later? I, I don't feel like... I I need the info now, and this is our bargain. Also, the GM needs this now. Just drink the <laughs> potion. Just drink it. You'll be fine. Raises him up. Peer pressure. <laughs> Down. All, all four of you? Yep. Congrats, you're level 13. Yeah. Oh, damn, that is some strong potion. See, that was what a really good deal. Called? That's a really good deal. <laughs> <laughs> They're called skip. Two levels of filler. Why? <laughs> Why are they not on the equipment list? I'd like to start there with that. Because you can't afford it. They're particularly, oh. they appear to be particularly broken. <laughs> uh, in, in game terms, um, I wrote this initial story and I had kind of like a lot of events are based off level and I need you to be certain levels for certain events. What was going to happen for 11 and 12? was mostly filler and I thought we could just skip it. We cut out the lean. We're getting yeah. straight to the juicy bits. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a good way to 
hand wave that. <laughs> I like it because there was an element Beautiful. of suspense, like, ah, we all drank this, we're just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, like, going to be some sort of tracking potion or something. You know, and, and you know, I, I reserve the right to fuck with you as players anyway, but, the uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and then we have a montage of her taking you on a tour through... Uh, her temple where the goodies are and you grab all your 13 gear yeah excellent <laughs> at which point we're going to info dump the things you have agreed to tell her do we also i mean i guess it would have been in the deal we tell her about the orb right Divistan's orb uh we get to decide what we think pertains Divistan, so we get to decide if we think that's pertinent right so are we telling her that we have an or a scrying orb locked away in a broom closet? Fuck like, no, because she might take it from us. To talk to Ivistan? Yeah. No, absolutely, we should tell her oh, about the, that. Oh, the orb in the council chamber. Yeah, she yeah, can tell her about orb. that. I can fuck all. But yeah. the thing we took from the from the from Pompeii. I don't think we need no, to tell her yeah, about Pompeii yeah, because that we, doesn't really have to yeah, do we, with. She Ivistan. doesn't need to know shit That's about that. That's Billsby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am gonna tell her about the portal to Nome, Alaska. No. Just, just because well, there I... There is no portal, and did you know about the portal? I knew about the portal because I saw you guys coming in and out of it. Mm. Remember, that's how we met. Really for My character was, like, right there. I mean, you you were... How much would Thane know about that? Um, She would just know that it's a it's a portal to a different area. Yeah. And that Iviston has been through it. Yeah, but if, if you mention that, then Sigourm could immediately be like, that shit's gone. It, it, that's true too. Uh, ultimately, that information is not worth arguing over, because if you're like, "Oh yeah, there's a portal here," she will check it out, learn that it's gone, mm-hmm. and she knows if it's thinking to make portals. So, like, not a not a sticking point worth for your characters to argue about mm-hmm. either way. Just trying right. to look out for Dave and yeah. all the other yeah. Alaskans. Yeah, it, it, you feel that if she wanted to go on an extra planar journey, she would. She had the juice. Because the Church of Asmodeus does that. <laughs> so we just... All the, all the basics about it. Like, yeah. don't give more than you need to. He I, has these two hag bitches. I, but we don't know that they're dead. We don't well, know that they're dead. We, no. we know he has a penchant for hag you, thoughts. Like, you, you found, well, you found witch goo. At least one witch goo. Yeah. So you think one of those hags oh, yeah. is gone. Um, there might have been a different type of witch goo. Maybe. Also true. Oh. Maybe. Which it, listen, which is to make different goo, I guess. So she's like, "Thank you. This was very helpful. I would like to borrow that orb." I, I mean, I I would say yes. I mean, I think that's a council decision. But yeah. We typically don't uh, discuss things around it. We won't be missing it. Well, I need to talk to him, and I think this is going to be the fastest route. If I'm going to distract him, I'd like to go ahead and get in the game. Then I insist. And she takes the orb into her pyramid. At which point, now that she's kind of in her house, Billsby kind of sneaks forward. He's like, how did it go? You appear to be alive. That is excellent. I think it went well enough. We got the thing. Excellent. Come to my shop. It, it is best to stay away from prying eyes. And he, like, looks at the pyramid. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. And he pops this magical eye into one of his sockets. Gross. So you have one eye now? Kind of. 
Cool. <laughs> Honestly, that's a little weird. Not gonna lie. Oh, shit, we gotta I give him a like patch. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. We should have taken it from the captain. We could. I mean, we could probably Yark. find a patch. In, they in got that patches pyramid. on the pyramid. I'm, it's fine. I'm sure there's one at the, the general store. Just right. get one at the gift shop at the pyramid. I'm not gonna wear a basic eye patch. Come on. That's gonna be magical. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a former something cod piece, but now it's his eye patch. <laughs> Uh, what he asked, uh, can we smash this thing now, please? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh my God. So he, he's like destroying, like if it is damaged, but he could repair it. However, if we break it, this is less power he has. And he places it on the forge and offers one of you a hammer. <laughs> no, no, I won't touch that. I am more than happy to do it. I just figured you would like the, the fun. Gorma, I feel like this is your deal. That's kind of what I was thinking. Next pushes your back forward. <laughs> All right. I'll smash it. And we see Sigorm lift the blacksmith hammer and smash the red orb into dust. And you think the mountain shakes just, just a little. And off in the distance, we see a little bit more of smoke rising from the top of the mountain. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we pass in the night. The town is quite, uh, quite lively. A Templar coming through into this reality is quite an interesting story. There's a lot going on. People are talking about smoke on the mountain. But we go to the bar, where we see four people sitting. A skeleton, an elf, a halfling, and an orc. Trying to figure out their next move. And surreptitiously sitting down next to them, is a woman we've seen before, appearing out of invisibility, as a familiar queen joins the four of you. I need your help. I know where the next shard piece is, and I think I can bring artifacts back. And we'll find out what that entails on the next episode of the Adventures Vault of Mountain Tale. Shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick. 
Listen to more before I hunt you down.